happy holidays. I want to thank our sponsor, 32 Below, for all you and more, located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Go check them out. Support them. They're amazing local business. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I have Josie with me today, and we're going to talk about her and what she's doing in the community, um, about her fitness. Um, I have been following her for a little bit. We've been following each other on social media, but she is located in Hayden. Um, is that where your business is? Yes, ma'am. She is in Hayden Lake. Um, so she is a North Idaho business owner, um, fitness guru. Uh, I want to talk about your 75 heart a little bit too as well. But <laughs> tell me about you and what you're doing and who you are. Um, okay, so I'm obviously Josie Coder, and I have been a personal trainer for three years, three years about. Um, I made my own fitness journey years ago. I, my highest weight was 185. And um, I mean, I just, I hated who I saw in the mirror. I didn't even recognize myself. And my now boyfriend at the time was just my best friend. And he was like, get up, go to the gym. You're not, we're not doing this. Like you deserve better. And um, it just kind of sparked this fire in me that like, you don't have to hate what you see in the mirror and you, you can get to the other side. And it just made me kind of pack up everything I was doing and dive into fitness wholeheartedly. So I'm doing it. So what were you doing before you started your fitness stuff? Um, so I was a barista for eight years. Um, I've worked in many stands around the community, but the main thing that I want to do is actually to be a vet tech. Kind of shocking. Um, I was a vet tech for two years and I hated it. (laughs) I hated it. It's, it's not what it's cracked up to be. And I think that a lot of people kind of have this idea in their head of what they want their lives to look like when they're young. And then they get into that spot and they're like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I think that's, we have that in the community. We have a C-Tech or whatever that tech school is. I K-tech, really yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K-Tech. And so um, I, what I love about it is that it like exposes younger individuals to these careers before they fully get into whether yeah. it's vet tech I mean I thought I was going to be a, a school teacher and yeah. and I was like nope this isn't for me because I started to do it and I was like this isn't what I thought it was going to be yeah and I think that's super important to realize just because like at a younger age you're like oh I'm going to be a vet tech and then mm-hmm. you're like, actually I'm not passionate about this this is not getting me excited to get out of bed each day so yeah, it seems yeah. Like does that for you now yes it it does we are at the gym by 5 a.m every morning um we train non-stop until about like one maybe noon depending on the day and then um take a break for lunch and we're right back at it until like five or six man that's awesome um so uh and where are you at uh hayden so we are in a private training facility so it's not technically a gym it's a 2500 square foot space we've got a big garage door um we're down off of lyle loop in hayden so it's kind of tucked back by the airport. Um, it's kind of cool. The loop that we were actually located on is a perfect quarter mile. So it's like having our own little track outside, which my clients love. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we're, we've been there for, we just celebrated our one year. That's so awesome. Well, congratulations. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. That's really great. So um, what, you know, what decided, so you, you got, you got on this, 
I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. Um, what was the switch to like, okay, now I think I want to make this more than just like my fitness journey, my, you know, my, what made you want to make it your career? Um, <laughs> other people actually did. I had a couple people approach me and they're like, why aren't you, like, why aren't you training other people? And I was like, nobody's going to listen to me. <laughs> why would anybody listen to me? What do I know? And they're like, well, obviously, you know, enough to get here, yeah. which is better than most people are doing. And so I was just like, well, I don't really think that I could do it, but we'll see. And so I just asked a couple of people like, Hey, want to come train with me and just like be my guinea pigs. And they loved it. And so I was like, okay, I can get my certification while I'm training these people. And so I just started working on my certification on the side. And eventually I had too many clients to do the coffee and the gym. And so I had to make a choice, either go full time and follow my dreams or stay comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And what that's that point, you know, like, do you stay comfortable with things, you know, or mm-hmm. do you about that and then become really happy and enjoy it. And you're doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably changing a lot of people's lives and I think the best thing about what you have is that you can actually connect with these people and say, I've oh been here. I've been the one battling food or battling getting mm-hmm. out of bed. Like they can actually connect with you. Cause sometimes when you go to a trainer, you're like, oh my gosh, this fit person, they're going to judge me or, you know, so if you can yeah. talk to someone that's been through the trenches. Yeah. I've had somebody say, well, you know, you've always been fit. And I'm like, when show me when I was always fit, because that's not true at all. I can show you the pictures. Like, yeah. yes. Do I, I play sports for sure? But did I hit a low point in my life just like everybody else? Absolutely. Like I'm not special. This isn't a, a journey that you can't achieve. You're 100% capable of it. You just have to make that first step and choose to do that. Exactly. So you just finished a program. It's called, I think the 75 hard. And I've heard about this through a lot of people, um, people either doing the 75 hard, um, or like 30 day whole foods, like these, like just short, you know, I mean, 75 is not short, 30 days, <laughs> but 75. Um, how, how do you do that? Like, I am not, I, I've gone hard for like two months where I'm like, I'm not doing this and this. And I afterwards was like, I'm going to binge everything. How do you do this? And like, talk a little bit about this program you just did. Um, okay. So 75 hard was created by Andy Frizzella, who was also the owner of the first form supplement company that I work for. Um, when I became a part of first form a couple months ago, it became very apparent that this 75 hard thing was in everybody's life. I mean, everybody talked about it. Like, Hey, how's, how's day 46? Oh, good. I'm on day 22. And I was just like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And I remember I had a friend do it last, last summer. And I was like, you're crazy. And then I sat down and I looked at it and I was just like, I'm going to fucking do that. <laughs> like, I was like, why can't I do that? I already do half of it anyways. I already work out every day. I already drink a gallon of water every day. I already, I loved it. Adding the 10 minutes of reading. So there's, there's all these tasks that you have to do every single day, right? Um, you have to read 10 pages. You have to work out two 45 minute workouts. And one of those workouts is required to be outside, which you can imagine it's December in North Idaho. So it's not the best time. Um, but you, it's supposed to build this mental toughness to force you to push through it. You can do this. Is it going to be fun? Nope. Are you going to like it? Probably not, but you can do it and you can complete it. So it was tough in between clients and training and 
making myself set apart that time every single day. Cause I mean, I'm the first person to say like, I trained 15 people today. I don't have time to work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what does that tell the one person that didn't come in today because she had errands to run? that tells her that that's okay. Yep. It's prioritizing what's important to you in your life. And I just decided that this program was important to me and I wanted to complete it. Luckily I have Johnny by my side to do it with me, but. Yeah. And I think uh, you made a good point. You, you talked a little bit on your Instagram about there's never a good time to start something like this in our, oh. our lives. There's a birthday party, there's Christmas, there's holidays. There's always an excuse to be like, well, I'll do it next month, but then there's a birthday party or there's um, yeah. event or you're going to be drinking or eating bad food. Like you're the great point was like, there's never a great time to start something like this. There's not. And you know, I mean, when we sat down and we decided, well, we're going to start this day. Cause I'm be honest, I wanted to have a glass of wine on my birthday. Mm. So I was like, I'm not starting on my birthday. So we started the day after my birthday. Well, we're sitting there and I'm like, oh, now we're going to make miss Halloween and we're going to miss Thanksgiving and we're not going to have any snacks and, you know, we can't go drinking with our friends. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, but when could you go? Mm -hmm. Please go through the schedule and find me 75 days where you can guarantee that there's no holiday. There's no event. There's no friends. There's no it just doesn't exist, guys. That's not how life works. It's going to keep chugging along whether you decide to or not. And I think that's super important, even if you're not doing 75 hard and you're just getting a trainer or you're working out or going to the gym or making a routine of fitness, like mm -hmm. there's never a great time. Like, and every day brings a new challenge. Mm -hmm. um, how do you work through that with some of your clients and things like that? Um, I always try to remind them why they're there. If you're just trying to do the daily motions of, well, I, I'm here because I have to be here, or I came to my appointment because I paid Josie and now I have to be here. That's not going to keep you doing it. That's not going to, that's not going to push you past those days where you lack motivation. You need discipline in those days. Your discipline comes from your why. If you don't have a solid foundation as to why you are doing that. And if it's, if your why is to fit into a pair of jeans, more power to you, get them jeans. But you need a why, whatever that is, you're not going to stick with it if you don't. And you're working towards a pointless goal. If not, you're not even going to feel fulfilled once you do get there. Yeah, that's, that's so true too. I mean, I've worked in the fitness community a lot. And so I've heard mm -hmm. the, the million excuses. My favorite excuse is, um, which I want to hear yours, but one of my favorite excuses when I was working in the fitness community was, um, I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm eating exactly like you told me to. And I'm <laughs> Um, so what's in your coffee? What do you put in your coffee? Like it's all those, it, like those, those hidden calories. That yep. like, oh, I just put some cream. I'm like, do you put a cup of cream or a splash mm -hmm. of cream, a tablespoon? Yeah. So I tell my clients, look me in the eye while you lie to me. Exactly. And I'm like, mm, I think you have a lot of calories you're not counting. And so what is the excuse you hear all the time that like, I guess you're like, drives you crazy maybe. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have time. Mm. I don't have time. I'm the busiest person in the whole wide world and I don't have time. Okay. Well, Tabitha gets 24 hours today and I get 24 hours today and Andy Frizella gets 24 hours today and Ed Milet gets 20. Like you guys, it's, it's how you utilize that time. It's how you prioritize what's important. And if fitness is important to you, if this journey truly means as much to you as you're saying that it does, then you will make it a priority and you will find the time.
Yeah. It's not impossible. Exactly. And I heard something, I was listening to a podcast and I heard something about someone said, um, if you make time for the things that are important, you know, 100%. like you put your family first, cause that's what's most important. So mm-hmm. is fitness important? Is your health important? That's where you're going to put it on the list. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I mean, like I had, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but I posted on my, um, Instagram story last week, I posted a video of me tracking my food. Mm-hmm. And um, I posted the next line, and I waited. I, I waited until like a hundred people had viewed it, and some of my clients were those hundred people. And the next one I put was, "So wait, you don't have time to track your food, but you had time to watch my story of me <laughs> tracking my food." And I had a client come in, and she's like, "I didn't like that." Ouch! Like, oh, you didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, why didn't you like that? And she's like, "I don't. I don't know. I just didn't like it." And I was like. I know why you didn't like it because mm-hmm. I called you out hit a little too close to home didn't it and she just looked at me and she's like okay you're right and I was like I know I'm right now go do it like now track your food whether you're exactly it's it, especially with those we have these phones at, like it's so easy to track everything and like you just barcode scanners how much easier can it get like it's plugged in for you. Exactly. Don't tell me you won't have time. Exactly. So Julian Michaels has time. No. Exactly. All of those people, and so, and they have full time businesses, writing books, podcasts, kids, family. They have all of it. Yeah, they have the money to get some help from some of it. But, 100%. but they also work their tails off too to be where they're at. Yep. You have to just have to make the time for what's important to you if it matters enough. You'll be at the gym when you're supposed to be and you'll track your food like you need to. And sometimes you have to have that shitty conversation and be like, look, you're not following the plan. Yep. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. Um, I bet I can tell you. Okay. Let's start over. Are you sure? Because yes, you do. Like, I, I mean, I had to have that conversation with a client two weeks ago. We sat down and I had them retake their progress pictures after six months. Okay. They work out every day. Those should be significant changes in those pictures if you're following the game plan. Take the pictures. I was like, huh? So we all sat down and we had a little meeting and I was like, look, this conversation is going to suck. I'm not going to lie to you guys because it's not my job. That's not why you pay me. That's not why you come here. Mm-hmm. You guys should have seen huge results. Six but you months. Yeah. So something's not adding up. The equation's foolproof. If you follow the plan, it will work. Yeah. And it didn't, which means you didn't follow the plan. Like, and I'm not attacking you. I'm not, I'm not calling you out, but I'm saying like, we can't address, you know, getting to that point if we're not willing to address how we're here. Yeah. And I think some people want that, like, there must be something wrong with me. My hormones must be off or I have something that's a little bit deep. They want to have like that excuse to be like, oh, I can't lose weight because of X, Y, Z. When it's really- it's so much easier just to blame a crutch, you know? Yeah, and like fitness, it's really quite simple. Like you burn more calories, you eat less calories, you're gonna lose weight. It's pretty simple. Yeah, we call it easy hard. It's, it's an easy plan. It's set right in front of you step-by-step, step, but it's hard work. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're going to have fun. Like it's hard. You have to work for it. Yeah. And you can get in the gym and you can run your tail off. And I mean, I'm a guilty, but I'm a runner. So I could run 20 miles, but I could come back and overeat. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I would stay the same. Yeah. 
usually my my running's not for that, but it's like that's exactly how it is. Like you you can't outrun that your nutrition. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot outrun a bad diet. It's going to catch up to you every single time. And alcohol, oh my God. If you're trying to do anything with fitness, stop drinking. (laughs) Stop. Just stop. Just throw it out the window. Don't touch it. That's it. Move on. Just don't even talk about it. That's just it. I run so I can have the drink. (laughs) See? See? And people are like, Justy, I don't understand why I'm not making progress. I'm like, because you're just running off that wine you had last night, girlfriend. Like you're maintaining your bad habits. You're not working towards something. Exactly. So you're super, I love how straightforward you are with your clients. You're super inspirational. Um, honest. I think that's what everyone needs in their life, whether they want to or not admit it. What inspires you to kind of be your best self? Um, my clients probably like, I don't, I think that there are so many, and this is not to trash any, any person out there. I think anybody who's a trainer or helping anybody, you know, achieve fitness or whatever, that's great. I just, I feel like there's so much, um, it's going to sound silly support that it's almost too much support. Um, when people come to you and they're, they're looking for somebody to help them get to that point, they're not looking for somebody to sit there and pat them on the back every time they do a squat. They're looking for somebody to do that squat and be like, Hey, that was a great squat, but I need you to squat lower. Yeah. That was a really good workout, but I need you to work harder. Or I need you to give me 20 extra squats. (laughs) Exactly. Like I need you to push outside of that comfort zone. And if I feel comfortable, then the odds are that they feel comfortable and they're not pushing outside that comfort zone and nothing great ever happens within the freaking comfort zone. Nothing. It it doesn't exist. And so it's like, if we're going to achieve these goals, guys, I have to be honest with you. If I'm not being honest with you, I'm doing you a disservice. And if I'm not staying on top of my physical fitness, how are you supposed to believe anything I say? What trust does that build between us if I'm not even following the game plan? Keeps you both accountable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I mean, if anybody looked at me and told me what to do, like you wouldn't go to a hairdresser that had bad hair, would you? No, you wouldn't. (laughs) So the same thing is true with training, right? Like nobody's going to come in. If I'm sitting there eating a bag of chips at the door and overweight, like everybody's going to be like, I'm not taking advice from you. Exactly. And you shouldn't. I agree a hundred percent. That's fantastic. Um, so you're from Coeur d'Alene area, North Idaho. Um, what is your, since you, and it doesn't have to be healthy, but what is your go-to maybe favorite restaurant in the North Idaho area? Oh my gosh. Saute. And if you haven't been go. Oh yeah. Awesome. I love, I always forget about that place. I always, because it's in such a weird location. When I'm going through like, oh, I want to go out on a date night or I want to go eat good food. I'm like downtown, poor street. Like I kind of like think about the streets and Riverstone, but I always forget about it because it's like in the weirdest spot. Low key, it's tucked back in there. There's a nice little bar you can go sit up at. Oh, it's perfect. And the food and the wine is. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, I don't count my macros on those days. If we're, if we're, if we're going to saute, just put the phone away. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. It is a cheat meal. We're not even going to talk about it because I'm not going to, you can't even log all that deliciousness. No, I wouldn't be able to move afterwards. <laughs> so outside of being fit and doing fitness and training, um, and I know fitness is very important to you. What are some of your hobbies outside of uh, your fitness routine in life? Hobbies? Um, my dogs. <laughs> my dogs run my life. Um, I actually have two. I have an American bulldog named Dozer. He's nine. 
And then Cece is a little French bulldog that we just got uh, in May, May of this year. And she's a handful too. But um, we like to hike, anything outdoors, any type of traveling. Um, we love to snowboard. We're really big snowboarders. Where do you guys go? Schweitzer. Mm. Do you get the season passes? Um, <laughs> we actually are super, super fortunate. Uh, my boyfriend works for Bill's Heating and Cooling, and oh, they um, they buy season passes for the company every year. I love when companies do that, like corporate passes, because I think it's such a great way to give back to your employees. I'm like, that's the best bonus I've ever heard of. That's expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, this is our second year snowboarding where we have not had to purchase a pass at all. That's awesome. I mean, that's amazing. I'm like, Especially if you know how much passes are, yeah. I mean, Schweitzer passes were $800 this year on sale. Like, yeah, yeah they're nuts. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big lookout fan. I love lookout pass. Yeah. I love their snow. It's always a lot. We're supposed to have a really snowy January, so. Are we? Mm -hmm. I know, I'm like looking outside today, watching all the huge flurries. I'm like, oh my gosh, about time. Yeah, and it's kind of like that wet snow. So if anytime it's wet snow down here, it means it's like nice snow in the mountains. Yeah. I love oh, yes. So if you had a billboard in, um, in North Idaho, it could be anywhere, it could be whatever, what would you either like write on it or put on this big billboard? That is an interesting question, Tabitha. Um, what would I write on the billboard? It's a little profane, sorry. I'd I probably- love, write, I love it, I love it. Do the shit that sucks. Yeah. In every area of your life, it's not just fitness. People think that when I talk about that, they're like, oh yeah, I should do the lunges even though I hate them. Yeah, well, you should probably also check your bank account that you're avoiding too. And you should also probably have that conversation that you've been shying away from for a while. And you should also probably pay that bill that you have been ignoring for a while. Like you guys do the shit that sucks in every aspect of your life. That's what's going to help you get better. Gosh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to put that on my board next time. <laughs> do the shit that sucks right behind I'm you. going to. So whoever I interview next is going to have that on the board. In case you need reminded. <laughs> And I'll just put your name underneath it. Just, just your little handle for your <laughs> Instagram. I love it. I love it. I know. I yell it at my clients all the time. So They're when you started your career into fitness, is there something that you wish someone would have told you before you started it? Um, before I started fitness? Like you started your like training and like being oh. in a gym. Like is there something someone like, hey, Josie, you need to remember this when you're going into this career. Or, hey, this is going to suck and you're going to do this. Or don't do this and avoid this. <laughs> um, there's probably a couple things that somebody could have said. I mean, nobody expects to go through a global pandemic in their first year of business. So that was kind of rough. Uh, honestly, probably that nobody's ever going to care as much as you do. Mm. And it's just, it's a fact. That's just, it is what it is. Nobody is ever going to care as much as you do. And so nobody cares about the gym as much as I do, which is fine. You shouldn't. And I don't think anybody cares about my clients, including my clients as much as I do. And that's fine. And I've had to learn that, you know, I'm a little more invested in some of these journeys than the people themselves. And you can't force somebody to do it. They're, they're going to either make the choice to do it or not. Yeah. And I think I heard that from, uh, do you listen to Gary V? Hmm. So he's like a motivational speaker. He talks about business and stuff. And that's something he actually talks about 
is mm-hmm. that, you know, you want people to be invested in your company as much as you are, but they won't. Like you have to remember, no one's going to be as excited as you are. No one's going to want to work as hard as you are because it's yours and it's like your passion. And so it's hard yeah. to sometimes realize like, yes, this person's not going to work as hard for you because that's, they don't want it as bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to have like trainers and like, we, they wouldn't like pick up the weights and put them back. And to me, I'm like, that's so simple. Pick up the weights and put them back. Right. Like you, that, why do you even, but I, then I, I just like, I go to the yeah. gym. I just get mad about that. Second gym etiquette for anybody watching this, put your damn weights back. Um, but, but I had to take a step back and I was like, well, it's not their stuff. They didn't buy it. They don't know what that costs. They don't know what that bar costs. They don't know, like, they don't care because they didn't do it. It's not their investment. It's my investment. It's my job to put it away. It's my stuff. Yes. Um, is there something that like maybe you failed at? And it can be in business. It can be in life. It can be in fitness. There's something that failed at. But you kind of really learned a lot about yourself. Uh, I have to pick one. <laughs> I have to pick one failure. Ask that question. Some people are like, which one are we going to talk about? <laughs> I'm like, oh, good Lord. One. Um, yeah, honestly, uh, I was in a high school relationship for all of high school. We met in the eighth grade and you know, you're young, you're stupid. It's going to last forever. Um, that, that changed me. I mean, coming out of that and looking back, I'm just like, who were you? You weren't set in your values. You weren't living every single day true to yourself. You couldn't even look in the mirror and recognize who you were. So coming out of that, I mean, I truly considered that a huge failure in my life at that time. Like I was like, we have to get married. This has to be the dude that I'm with forever. Right. It was a goal at that point. And then when it failed, I was so like, who am I? Who do I want to be? in this world. And so it took me a long time to kind of sit down and be like, okay, this is what matters to me. This is what I value. And this is what I want out of my life. And I'm going to go freaking get it. And if that would have never happened, I mean, honestly, I'd probably still be in a crappy relationship. I'd probably still have a, a lot of toxicity in my life. And I definitely would not be into fitness. I can guarantee you that. Isn't that crazy how like we have all these plans, like we were saying about careers, even like how you think you're going to be a teacher or you think you're going to mm-hmm. do this and how you think you have it all mapped out and ready to go. And like, it's completely different in a year. Yeah. You have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, the best advice I could possibly tell you is put one foot in front of the other and just keep going. No matter what happens, just keep going. Cause it, it'll get better. It'll work out exactly how it's supposed to. Nothing stays shitty forever. Yep. Exactly. Um, do you think that people have like, you know, obviously you're doing something you're passionate about and you love and, but you're also really good at, do you think people like anybody has kind of like a purpose in life? Um, and if so, do you think this is yours? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that everybody has a purpose in life. I think that you spend most of your life trying to find that purpose. I'm super fortunate where I was able to find it early on. Um, I, I do think that I think that people should not stop searching until they do find that purpose. If you don't go to bed happy with what you did with that day, start fresh the next day until you are. I love that. So if someone's wanting to reach out to you, wants to train with you or learn more about your studio or what, anything about you we're talking about, or, you know, is interested in signing up for training, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find you? 
Um, most people message me directly. Um, my phone number is on like way too many social media platforms. So anybody can contact me at any time. Um, but yeah, most of the people will text me, message me. Um, the Grind Fitness Club does have its own social media platform. Some people like to go through there. That's totally fine too. Shocker. I'm the person behind it. So you're still getting me directly. Um, it's absolutely no different. But yeah, people can go to thegrindfitness.com. They can go to the Grind Fitness page on Facebook. They can go to the Grind Fitness on Instagram or people just swipe up on my stories and say, hey, I want to come work out. And I'm like, about time. Let's do this. <laughs> They're like, all right, I think I can handle it. Let's do this. <laughs> well, it's so funny. People come into their first workout. They're like, all right, don't kill me. I'm like, man, that's what I was going to do. You guys, I'm not going to kill you. I want you to come back. Exactly. It's like I want you to keep coming. I'm not going to just like murder you the first day in. And then you can't walk and you're hurt and then you're injured. And then you go back 10 steps instead of going back. This is exactly why you hired a trainer. Because if you went by yourself, you would go and you're like, man, I haven't been to the gym in two years. So I'm going to do everything that I should have done for two years today. <laughs> That's so true too. And then they don't go for two weeks because they're so goddamn sore. They can't walk. Yep. And then they walk up to the gym that next time. They walk up to the door and they're like, oh, here we go. I don't want to do this. And they'll talk themselves out of it every time. And you're not weak. You're fucking normal. <laughs> exactly. That's a normal thing, guys. Like you're, it, you're not failing. Any human would do that. Like the goal is to slowly work yourself into a routine that's maintainable for you. That's the goal. If you want to go power clean 200 pounds, awesome. Eventually we'll get there. If that's your goal, that's your goal. I'm here to make your life easier. I'm here to show you that your body can work with you, not against you. How counterproductive would that be if I just made you wobble out to your car after your first day because you couldn't walk? Like, you'd be like, I, this doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So what is your favorite way of like working out? What do you, what's your go-to or what's something that you really love? I mean, there's, there's things I do working out. Like I don't like working out my shoulders and my arms. Like, it's just not something I love. I do it, but is there something you're like, oh, I look forward to this kind of workouts? Um, I mean, I love leg days just because my legs are obviously my strongest piece. Um, but to be honest with you, my absolute favorite days are high intensity days. I love the days where I'm like, slamming a tire and then I get to grab a sledgehammer and hit something a million times and then like I have my my bag that I can pull my bag across and I mean I love that kind of stuff I have gotten more into the like power lifting type thing um eh it's not not for me it's a good way to build muscle but it's not it's definitely not my favorite but guess what Tabitha do the shit that sucks. So that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> like, you want the results. So you're like, I know what's going to happen when I do this. Yeah. I'm like, look, I, it's no different. I wouldn't preach it to you if I didn't do it too. Mm -hmm. Do I like power cleans? Fuck no. Yeah. And I used to like, every week. Yep. I used to lift heavier stuff, but then I started to get in my thirties and I was like, Ooh, my back's starting to hurt. So I do a lot of like lower intensity stuff, but I'm the same way. I was like, I would do this because I wanted the results and what it brought to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. If that's what keeps you motivated, then hell yeah. Work towards that. Yeah. Like I had a, I had somebody bring me a picture one time and there was no head to it. It was just a picture of a girl's body. And I was like, 
what is this? And she goes, this is what I want to look like. And I was like, okay. Okay. We taped it up on the mirror and it stayed there. And I was like, see it, get it, visualize it, do that. Roll. I love it. I'm like, I'm not, I can't snap my fingers and make you look like that, but shit, it's right there. You can reach that goal if you want it. Oh, I love that. So last question, we're going through a global pandemic. It has been the craziest year um, I've ever dealt with my life. Um, it's just have been a crazy, and you're probably dealing with it. People are dealing with depression, anxiety, um, all kinds of things. What is a piece of advice? Um, and I know you said a couple of them that could pertain to this, but like what's a piece of advice you could give someone going through this right now um, as, as the year finishes up? I mean, honestly, and I've, I've already told this to a lot of clients that have struggled this year, move your body, move. I cannot possibly express how important it is for you to move your body. And I mean, obviously if you're my client, I say move your ass, but I won't yell that at you guys. Um, my poor listeners are going to be like, oh gosh. I know. They're like, who is this woman? Don't worry. Go outside and start running. I know. No, just move. I mean, even if you're in your house and you're doing some squats and lunges, walking up and down those stairs, um, find some cans and do some curls. I mean, it doesn't matter, but you need to move your body. We, you can't just sit locked in a house, sitting on a couch. You guys, it is essential to our mental health that we move. We are built to be mobile people. Like it will make you feel better both physically and mentally. It will help your energy levels. It'll help those body aches. It'll help depression. Like you, you can't just sit stagnant. Your, your, your momentum is going to follow wherever you're pushing it. So if you're pushing your momentum down, you're going to sit on that couch, you're sitting around not doing anything. You're going to continue to do that. That's where your momentum's heading. That's, that's where it's going to go. If you're up and you're constantly moving and you're going for walks and you're doing pushups if you can, and you're doing squats when you can, guess what? You're building that momentum to continue to go in the right direction this time. That's actually benefiting your health instead of just pushing you down farther into that hole of depression. So true. Um, I got advice from a 95 year old woman. She like, we share the same birthday. We're 60 years apart. Um, So that was one of her things. And I said, what is the key to like a long, happy, healthy life? Um, yeah, and she's had her ups and downs, but she's for the most part is a 95 year old woman in great health for a 95 year old woman. But she said the two things, one was just always stay positive to always like find the positive. And the mm-hmm. other one was to move your body. And I was like, she's like, I walk my dog, I go swimming. Like that is why she's 95 and in pretty dang good health. Yeah. It doesn't have to be extreme. It just has to be consistent. Just move. That's it. Even if it is something as simple as going for a walk. Awesome. Do it walks have saved me during COVID. Like anytime I started to feel antsy, I would go for a two, three mile walk and feel fantastic. I know my poor dog's like dragging his back feet, like mom, I'm done walking. Please take me home. Like it's good for you. Come on. You're fine. You're fine. (laughs) You're only nine. (laughs) Well, Josie, thank you so much for giving me your time today. Dude, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. 
Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.